Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve. With me as always is Birthday Colbstone. How are you hey. doing today? Good. I am good. What an incredible birthday present to be able to watch the new uh, season of The Last Kingdom and talk about it today. Uh, I couldn't really think of anything better. Yes, yes. I don't know. I don't know how they they planned that for me. Like they got <laughs> a carnival and, um, you know, Netflix all got together and like, you know, what would be really nice. You know, it was it was probably Adre. I'll probably our boy Adre was just yeah. like, you know what? Cobstone, you know, he needs something. He needs a little birthday present. We'll get we'll drop TLK the day before his birthday, you know. Yeah. Speaking of birthday presents real quick, check out this awesome mug that my girlfriend got me. It says, I am Uhtred, son of Uhtred, who has a son of, named Uhtred. <laughs> Wait, let me react here. Destiny is and, all. Destiny is all. And his father was called Uhtred. Yes. And he had a brother named Uhtred as well. Uh, but anyway, we are so, so excited. To what are we talking about again? Today? Talking about The Last Kingdom. We've been waiting for this season for so long. So today we are talking about season five, episode one of The Last Kingdom. We're going to jump right into spoilers here. We're going to start out with a, a rank. So you could potentially watch that, listen to that if you haven't seen the episode. Uh, but but most of it here, just because we want to be free to just talk about everything, mm-hmm. we're just going to get into complete spoiler talk, give you a little recap. Uh, so it won't be exactly a play-by-play, but just a general stuff of what's going on. Maybe talk about some new characters and and get into the show and tell you what we thought. Our favorite bro moments, our favorite yes. moment. You know what we talk about here when we're talking about mm-hmm, the last mm-hmm. kingdom. So. And tell us what your favorite bro moments and favorite moments were in the comments. We love to read them. Um, love to hear different points of view. And we're just so excited to talk about the last kingdom again. It's, Absolutely. This is great. This is great. Absolutely. So, so Colby, since it's your birthday here, you know, okay. you're, you're okay. a ripe old age of 30, 37? Big one eight. 37? Big one eight this year. Yeah, big one. Eight. Big one eight. <laughs> Finally legal. <laughs> Stop spreading lies about my age. You, you posted that I was in my 30s on a post. I think everybody believed you because I look old. But uh, <laughs> everyone thinks I'm, I'm actually old, so. way younger than Steve, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, um, way younger. Uh, yeah. Two um, years. Two okay. Years. Two, okay. What do you think about the, the episode here? Just a general. Uh, what I, you, I really, really liked this as a first episode um, because. You know, we had the nostalgia. I think the first episode always has to bring that nostalgia. Characters reuniting. Hmm. But it also introduced three, I think, three new, probably more than three, um, new characters that I thought were all really solid. And we'll get into that here in the spoiler talk. Um, and then the end of the episode leaves you on a cliffhanger, which was good. I would say generally, I liked it. Uh, there was definitely a lot of setup in this episode, though. I would right. Um, uh, that kind of has to be almost for a first really episode, though. especially because they're bringing in they're they're starting all these these new plots with with Brita coming in with uh, Ethelstan, um, yes, and his succession potentially. I mean, I've only seen the first episode here, people, and we're gonna keep it just to just the, first the first episode. episode. Just the so, first episode. So even though the whole show is out right now, we're only gonna talk about that. Um, yes. But so <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Colby has seen further, so he knows a little bit more. But 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 yeah, so potentially Ethelstan's succession. We, we know that's going to be part of it. Um, I'm I'm willing to bet the second half of the, the season, because we know each season split up into two books. I'm willing to bet right now. 
The second half is going to be the Bevenber stuff. The first half here is going to be the Brita stuff. Um, so uh, there's a, there's a lot of there's still a lot of plot lines that they have to sew here right. in this first right. episode after ending after season four. So Absolutely. there was a lot of setup for me and there was some nostalgia, but I have to say the first episode of season four, even though season four wasn't my as a whole season, my favorite season last game, I would say the first half was was excellent. It was perfect. Mm, yes. Yeah. The first four episodes were like perfection. Yes, I will say perfect. that. I will say that. And I would say the first episode of last season, just seeing the bros all together and Bevan Burr and and mm -hmm. the the Ember Hilt, you know, like there was yeah. so many, so many like things that just got me excited to see. And, you know, um, Elfric sitting on the 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 gates of Bevan Burr looking out. There were so many things that just got me right. hyped. <clears throat> and I would say there was there wasn't anything in this episode that just got me hyped other than it's the last mm. kingdom. And I love the last kingdom. Um, yeah. You know, well, there and, were some things that got me kind of excited in this episode. There was a few things. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm like. just saying in general, um, it was definitely more of a setup episode then. And I feel like not as much has happened as some other first episodes of the season. Like yeah, then that might be true. Yeah. First episode of season one, we we got a we we saw the Danes for the first time. There was a battle first mm -hmm. episode of uh, season two. I think that we even got to see Uhtred. Um, with the skull and the mask and, and that sort of thing. The first episode of season three, we got, there was a battle there too. There was a great shield wall. Season four, like I said, had all the nostalgia. So there wasn't anything to me that was huge in this first one. Right. Um, right. There was still some some really cool moments, especially, um, you know, uh, with the stuff at the beginning in Iceland, which was new and different. Yeah, that was cool. That was uh, cool. Blood Month. Uh, yes, festival. Blood Month Festival. Yes, it's Blood Month, Blood Month, baby. Blood Month. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of dramatic entrances um, to to introduce the characters again. They just kind of, you know, appeared and showed up. Um, but I like to see, and we're getting into the spoiler talk here. I think we're going to kind of transition into some of the um, plot of the first episode here. I like to see them in Rumkava in Rumkuffa, um, and just living a good life. Mm. I mean, doesn't that just seem what Uhtred always does is he like has his um, trials and tribulations and he sets himself up real nice here. Yep. Trials and tribulations sets himself up real nice here. Mm -hmm. You know, has these long lasting periods of peace. And then when the season starts, um, just by coincidence, I think when they start filming, um, everything <laughs> starts to go to shit. And uh Uchi is buying his own business and then his film crew shows up and just yeah. messes up his day. Before we get into more spoilers, real quick, Steve, what did you rate this episode? I would I would give it right now a 7.5 okay. um, for the first episode here. Again, maybe I'll change by the end of this talk. We might even change by the hmm. end of the season how I feel about this episode. But as of now, like I said, there was just there was a lot of setup for me um, most of this episode. And yeah. uh, it was great seeing a bunch of characters again. And, uh, you know, mm -hmm. the, I, I think the show was going to be good and I it, it looks great. But yeah, that's that's where it's coming from for me. All right. I give it I give it an eight. I give it an eight, um, which is unusual because I'm usually harsher than you. I know <laughs> I'm usually like at least a point five above you. Um, but I give it an eight. Just again, I thought it introduced some awesome characters and uh, yeah, so without any further ado, let's let's kind of dive into it and let's talk about that 
intro scene yes. with Brita. So we knew Brita went off at the end of season four with a belly full of hatred. And <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but um, we knew she had a child um, and we knew she was going to raise that child in some way that was not going to be so good. And we were, we were right about that. Yes, I um, wanted to call child services, but they don't exist yet. No, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> so she has this daughter. To like you said, she it, it her her child is a daughter, and she's a she's a seer, and uh, they have just this... like Brita. Brita's been like a seer, and she's used potions to have visions. I don't know if we technically call her a seer. Yeah, but she she but, learned a lot from Raven, who was, right. if you remember from season one, that right. was uh, Ragnar the Elder, who adopted Uhtred as a Dane. That was his exactly. father. Raven was a seer, um, the blind man. So um, she knows a lot of that's how she knows a lot of her magic sorcery stuff. And yeah. it seems like she just gave that all to her daughter. And she's leaning very heavy into Dane culture, um, you know. And, and it's say, clear she's the leader of this pack that yeah. she has uh, in Iceland. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we don't know how she got there, but we know that uh, she is the leader. Mm -hmm. And I like how this sets the tone, by the way. And by the way, um, Eivor, who does the music for The Last Kingdom, was in this scene. Oh, yeah. Look for her. And they do like an awesome little little song. It's not a long one. Like they're banging the drums. Yeah. And they're doing this good. like Viking song. And it got me like it was, was, it was awesome. good. That was, it was good. That was great. That was and great. it wasn't too much. You know, it didn't. It wasn't like it was a musical number. <laughs> it just was like a nice, mm, a nice song. It was a little taste. A little taste like a ceremony because they're doing this ceremony. And let's talk about the ceremony a little bit um, because it is freaking creepy and just messed up. <laughs> So Brita's like um, the gods demand a sacrifice. We got to do sacrifice, of course, right? It, right. This this reminds um, me of the show Vikings as, as a it lot should be. too. Uh, just yeah, this is sort of a Vikings -y scene, maybe less dramatic though, a little less. It was definitely less dramatic. It was definitely um, a little less over the top than than Vikings, but especially in the later seasons, tended to get. Yeah, and what this girl does, they blindfold her. And she basically goes, eeny, meeny, miny, mo," And <laughs> catch a sacrifice uh, by the toe. The toe. <laughs> if he hollers, throw him down a hole. Let um, the volcano explode. <laughs> the volcano explode. We all know the song. We, we've all sang that as a kid. We, we all grew up with this classic right. song. And so she goes and it's just, you know, she's a cute little girl, which makes it even creepier, which makes it even creepier. And she just holds this guy's hand. And because they're so deep into their their religion and their faith the guy is like okay i guess i was chosen as a sacrifice mm -hmm. um and i thought this was cool though I, I was creepy and disturbing as it was with a little girl picking who's going to be sacrificed i haven't seen this before um this was sort of a new dane sort of uh you know ritual yeah. we see later in the show rumbald citrigir's brother um you know he infiltrates in um with Everwitch and and everything one one thing he mentions when he when Brita comes in, he's like mm. all Danes, pure Danes, um, mm -hmm. and that's something mm. you know. Brita has always been pro Dane, and um, mm -hmm. uh, you know that that's something that she was always frustrated with Uhtred for for flipping sides from time to time, and so it's definitely um, 
you know, when they say pure Dane, it's, it's very different because, you know, Danes, they didn't see themselves as we have to be pure Danes. They would come in, they'd, right. they'd mix with the culture, they'd conquer that. And so it's, it's, it's definitely its own different thing. So it's more of like a cult feeling that we've got going on. It does feel like a cult um, feeling in this. And when the and girl also too, with the pure Dane yep. thing, I was like, the woman sitting on the horse right there is not a pure Dane. That's a Saxon. That's a Saxon. You know, she it's, was adapted yeah, it's, as as a Dane. So it's, they, exactly, there's so exactly. many levels and, of just you know irony, hypocrisy. Well, listen, you know, listen. Uh, there's stories about Hitler, yes, um, not being the Aryan race that he claimed to be, too. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, yeah, he's he definitely wasn't blonde hair. So I mean, <laughs> exactly. But um, there's even stories of him coming from a Jewish family. You know, um, so like, you know. This, it's interesting though, but a, she's lived through so many of the struggles of the Danes, though. Yeah, you know. But anyway, um, the little girl finds um, someone to be sacrificed, and he willingly go goes and jumps into this bottomless hole. Bottomless hole. <laughs> um, it just, yeah, it's basically where um, another escape for volcanic debris and and gas. You can say gas, gas hole. I can say gas hole. I wasn't sure if we <laughs> we can say gas uh, hole on, on here. Okay, okay. <laughs> and he just willingly jumps in like wee. Um, but he goes in. Um, pretty cool. I, I thought because to them this thing, I who knows what they saw this hole in the ground as. It's a, a gas you hole. Know. To them, it was a yeah. To them, this was like a portal or something, or like a yeah. Well, I didn't kind think of, about that. You know what I mean? Like to their, you know, to us, we see like something like that, and they might have went straight to Valhalla in their mind. Yeah, they're like bam, yeah, feasting in the halls, right? And it just so happens that the volcano erupts about ten seconds after he jumps in. Which was, um, I mean, like she had to be thinking right there. She was like, "This could not have been fucking better." You know, I know. Like, she's just like, "Okay." <laughs> just, and like, let's just well, say too, like this looks really good too. Like this is, oh my god, I don't know where location they filmed this, but mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely noticing. Fantastic. I can notice some moments this this episode where there is some CGI, um, but it looks really good. Like that yeah. volcano, it looked as real to me as any other show like Mandalorian or Witcher or, or anything like that. And, um, yeah. There was definitely when they were planet Earth, in, yeah, planet Earth, man, <laughs> the CGI they use in planet. No, um, <laughs> remember when they were sweeping and they did like the shot up to Stiora, there was like definitely a time where I was like the outside of that CGI. Mm. Definitely when they came in, that. I think was on set, but I mean, it looked really good. Like it looked gotcha. really good yeah I, that's what i have to say too is it seems like everything looks you know every season it seems to get better and better and better now i would say the budget i can tell they've got a budget this episode yeah, anyway absolutely now when we think of brita's point of view though like what uh, like this is the this is the gods just saying do it you know like that's <laughs> the I god's there, way of saying if i was it. there that's what i would have thought if if someone if one of the people in our class jumped in a hole and a volcano went off i'd be like I'm doing whatever, whatever Chris tells me to do right now. That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever she says. Anyway, so she says, let's go save our people. It's time to save our, our people. Just going back to that 
pure Dane theme. Um, and then, you know, we get our intro video and lovely to hear um, Avor again. John Loon. One of the best in yeah, and John Loon, one of the best intro songs ever. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, yeah. And <laughs> I just noticed your shirt, by the way, a little bit ago. Yes, it says I'd rather be in Bebenburg drinking with Utrid. Oh, that's an awesome shirt. That's an awesome shirt. I need to get some Thanks, new shirts. Man. But awesome yeah, they they, awesome. <clears throat> they sail off and they're obviously gonna go do some some evil deeds. Yeah. We we go to was it Ramvad? Ram Rumkava. Rumkafa. 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 When we were coming, I thought we were going to be back in Cookham because the show has yeah. kept Uhtred in Cookham, uh, I think, just because they built that set in season two for him. And that's where they've mm-hmm. just kept him. I thought we would stay there um, right. because like in the in the books, he has lived in a bunch of different places when the show has kept him in Cookham. Like he was living yeah. in London for a while. He was he was in the city. Right. He was a city boy for a while. And they were just right. like, nope, still Cookham. Um, so um, it and- is cool that they're somewhere different. You know? Yeah, and he has like a purpose there. He's like watching the border of Mercia, which is pretty sweet, um, which is cool. So like, there is a reason he's there as well. And and look, the whole gang's with him: um, Finnan and Citric and uh, Osforth. And we get to see, I think, one of the roles that we were most anticipating as Ethelstan, because we, yes. the kid who played Ethelstan in season four, was so good, and. Um, just the way they set up like, his character too. Yes, is, and, and is we knew awesome. he was going to be getting mentorship from Uhtred, and they told us he's going to be the first king of all of England. So <laughs> yeah, they we just were so it. excited. They, it was a huge spoiler. They're just like, they bam, first, like, dang. first king of all, all England. <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, yeah, I got to say, festivals going on. Yeah, Blood Month festivals going on, and they're just having a good time. So that's I like to see that like they're happy because yes. they've gone through so much, you know, and they're happy. They're having a good time. And I think this is Ethelstan's first hunt. I think they're saying, "Yeah, he's this and is his first time going after." Got, I think a boar is what they're shooting for. He's um, got an awesome hat on. Yeah, it's it's um, like a boar hat, but it's got antlers into it. Um, so I don't know what animal they killed. You know, <laughs> but I have to say I, I love this. I love seeing um, uh, Citric Arnis Federovicius. Um, yeah. Just. He was. I thought he was hilarious in this this whole scene too. I mean, with the yeah. he was doing like the pig squeal, like yeah, yeah, and, and just being just a complete Dane. Um, I thought he did really. I I love seeing Ch- Citric in this episode too. Um, he definitely mm-hmm. for me. I was like, he's still in like some some bro spotlight here from Finn yeah. in a couple of these scenes. You know what I mean? Love it. So they go out into the hunt and they're kind of razzing Ethel Stan a little bit, um, and. They're all going out. They're like, it was awesome. Um, it was just cracking me up. It was. It was great. Now, the whole time this is going on, by the way, Uhtred's just got a weird gut feeling. Right? Because he saw the film crew. And he's like, he every saw, time. Every time the film up. crew shows up, something bad happens. But no, like. I think we've all like had a gut feeling when it doesn't seem like anything's wrong. Mm. We've had a gut feeling and it ends up being that there is something, something off. It's a weird energy. I feel like in life that changes. Have you felt that before, Steve? Oh yeah, absolutely. You've had a day. It's like, why am I feeling this, this in my stomach? And then you find something out later. It's like, wow, this is, and in Uhtred's case, there's Brita is that feeling in his stomach. I mean, he doesn't, necessarily know it's her a hundred percent yet but he's just got a gut feeling that something's and they're hearing off things about 
Raiders and Danes and stuff like that. Then getting news yeah. about people. They mentioned this Rongvald. They're saying, oh, it's probably Rongvald again. And I think in his head, he was just like, because they know he knows again the Danes. He knows warriors. He has reputation. So I think in yeah. his head, he's also just like, like it's not him. You know what I mean? And he's just like, yeah. Breed has been away too long too. Um, right. I haven't heard from her. Um, so I, I, I'm willing to bet that's where that he's, vibe. He's like, things have been too quiet. Yeah, it's too quiet for too long. Too um, nice. This is not how my life works. No, no. <laughs> so anyway, back to the hunt. Some guys end up jumping Ethelstan when he's yeah. when he's off on his own, and that was this was a pretty sweet scene. I have to this say, like, awesome. When when I was the show up to like this point, I was like, this is gonna be like a killer episode and it lets mm-hmm. I, I was still want to point out it's i still loved it i still love the episode yeah um but i mean he just like gets jumped by three guys uh yeah it's brezel it's brezel who we brezel. find out later works for ethelhelm yes but at this and point he looks like a dane though he's like he does kind of look like a dane he looks like a dane he's not. he's not he's saxon yeah. but he he fights off these dudes i mean i think he kills oh, all of them except awesome. brezel Except Russell, um, he runs away, especially when um, Finnan and the guys start coming up to save him um, for Uhtred. I would run if someone, if I, I was jumping someone and they started yelling for Uhtred, like in modern day, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> Uhtred! Yeah. I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he runs away, and so nobody sees Brezel's face. Only Ethelstan saw it. Let's talk about Harry Gilby, by the way, who plays Ethelstan. He killed a guy first episode with an phenomenal. Antler. He killed a go. dude with an antler. He had this amazing <sighs> move where the guy tried to throw a haymaker and he like dodged it and like simultaneously like took the guy's knife, I think, and like yeah. yes. I need to I, look. I tried to slow that down a little bit, but I need to get that in the editor and put it in super slow motion <laughs> yeah. because. It was like it looked so cool, but it was like too much for my brain to understand like exactly yeah, was, what happened. It was quick. I was excited. It was also dark, but the yeah. it looked the fight choreography for me, what I saw in the first view, it looked pretty sweet. Uh, it was good. And it wasn't it was pretty like like I could believe raw. that's a brawl. Like, you know, it's like yes, brawling just, and they were like in doing... this dip, you know, in the land. Yeah. So it was like a like a little hole in the ground. It, was, it wasn't a gas hole. A, a it wasn't ditch. a gas hole. Just a ditch ditch. Yeah. A Dane ditch, maybe. Yeah, but you're right. He takes the antler, being resourceful, and kills him. So it's obvious he's been trained well by Uhtred. You know. Yeah. There's there's a line like in a different uh different part of the the episode when yep. he where he meets up with I think like when it's Ethel Fled's crew shows up and they're just like I or maybe it was Edith. And, is Edith shows up? Yeah. One of the next and, things that happens here is Edith comes to visit, and, and they say like, "Oh, you're you're pretty." uh you know different now you used to be well, so she's like you were such a solemn young boy it, you were so, so solemn um, and he's like which, i had it know. beaten out of me <laughs> yeah he's like yeah neutra beat it out of me which was a, and it was like a perfectly delivered line too yeah um like it fit right into like the bro group comedy yes that's because yes, it's one it, of the boys man he's, he's one, one of the, of the boys, boys now um and it's just clear that they've accepted him they still sort of razz him a little bit mm. they rescue him mm-hmm. Uh, they make sure he's fine, and they're all pretty stoked. They're like, "You're like you fought off three guys, and this was too. This was about him proving himself." Yeah. Um, to Utrid, and Utrid is you know obviously still very 
uh, protective of him. One, because he swore the oath to Edward at the end of season four. Um, right. And two, it, it's obvious he sees him as a son now um, in yeah. some ways. And he's yes. protective of him. And um, so this was like a way for him to prove himself by just killing an animal. The dude fought off three dudes um, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a ditch. And so, I mean, everyone's like, that is, yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty legit now. Um, the Blood Moon Festival, baby. Blood Festival. Crazy, but... Now, Blood Festival. Uh, Blood Moon Festival. Blood Moon Festival. Um, yeah. So I also allude to him later on, like he likes to get in brawl and bar fights too. Yes. At the Ale House. Yes. Uh, I guess in brawls at the Ale House. So yeah, he is like feisty to prove himself, I think, as a warrior. Mm. You know, I think the Uhtred too. And to Uhtred. Yeah. Yeah. We also get to go back to Effowich, which we know. In the deal that Sig Trigger made with Edward last season, um, Sig Trigger got Effowich. Yes. And we get to see Steora and Sig Trigger, and they are also stable and happy. There's these like Christian missionaries that are coming into the town and they're debating, like, um, you know, I don't think Steora is super happy about that. No, and... she makes a line like, she's like, because Citrigar, you know, Citrigar is a very uh, progressive Dane, right? He's very he progressive. And he's, that's what we he's saw. Very smart. He's very smart. Very guy. smart. Um, well, not so smart. This well, episode. not so smart. This episode. Well, um, look, I mean, he had family. made a deal this episode and he got betrayed. Yeah. You know, so with his family. So, yeah, but but I mean, he's progressive and he's like and he's he is wise. He is wise. He's a good he's a good guy. We saw in the, the first season, you know, that that was one thing uh, that when Stuart was like talking to him, she's like, we should have them. Should we just beat them a little? And he was like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, no, he's like, no, let's not beat them. <laughs> a little just a little, a little beat. bit <laughs> just a little beaten yeah but yeah he's progressive he's letting this happen and um i think he's trying to keep the peace as well mm-hmm. he just kind of wants his people to prosper in this area and all of a sudden you hear this dane shouting from the uh, courtyard and they look out their window um and here's this new character wrongvald coming in drunk inebriated and he's like fight me <laughs> to i think the to missionaries the and, yeah. and the they're just like what are the priest yeah yeah um, whatever they are but they're they're there they're trying to convert people there yeah that's what their purpose is and, um, it's, and it's apparently from edward is what she says and that's what the, yeah. they're trying to win back effort which if you remember Slowly. effort which is the last kingdom um that's the, the line they delivered because it's right. the last kingdom that's not under and Edward's uh, pretty much control either through alliance or directly. Um, Edward's strategy is like instead of going and just taking it, he's trying to like infiltrate it and make it Christian. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll um, just want to be part of the rest of everyone else. So, yeah. So it's an interesting strategy. But anyway, Rongvald coming in, and we find out this is Sig Trigger's brother. Yes. And they look alike. I mean, they did a great job casting, by the way. Ethelstan looks like he could be an older version of um, Casper Griffiths from season four. Yeah, I thought um, it, it honestly just in the face um, looked kind of yeah. like him. We, we meet Ethelfled's daughter. Looks like it could easily be her daughter. Yeah. Um, there's, there's more, I think. But they did a fantastic job casting. And this guy really looks like it could be Sig Trigger's brother. Mm-hmm. and Steora is complaining about him coming in so it's obvious he's been trouble in the past he's been a drunk she's, she's like uh, why do we have to accept him like mm-hmm. he's i thought he was pretty funny at first i was intrigued by him he was funny drunk he was interesting you 
I, I thought um, it was interesting, especially because to this point, we've heard rumbles of him being this great like yeah. warrior Dane who's been tormenting towns. And and we hear, I think, Steora or somebody say, maybe it was Sig Trigger, like, oh, he's been paying the tradesmen to, to spread rumors about him. Mm. So it's like, oh, maybe he's not actually this. Maybe he's a screw up, you know? Yeah. And we see later then when they're when they are having just dinner catching up, he ends up passing out in the food. And yeah. and this is where where I notice like, all right, well, this guy is definitely a bad guy because um, Stiara starts talking about, let's just kick him out of here. And and since yeah. is, is saying like he wants to this is his family, he's got to be loyal yeah. to him. And you see, like, he's now fake sleeping. Like, he opens his eyes. And he's like, hmm, I'm listening. Yeah, in. it's like, ooh. And he closes them. And, like, they even, she even lifts up his head and, like, slams it back down. So, <laughs> yeah, and, she's like, bam. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> that was hard. She's like, you're in what Valhalla. Great... Wham. Not only is the actor who plays Rungvold great, but also Rungvold's a great actor. And, yeah. um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> like, I would, if I was faking being drunk to an extent. Yeah. And somebody picked my head up and, I'd be like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and especially after like, you slam do. me down, I'd at least like be like, all right, I'm awake, you know, like yeah. to make sure it doesn't happen again. But yeah. um, and then they send so, him off to bed and he's like yeah. creeping. He's like creeping behind the like the lattice work, um, like listening to them again. And I was like, this guy's like creeping all the time. And and he, yeah. he washes off his face and he puts the white paint on his face. You're like, it's really good for the pores. <laughs> It cleans it right out. And by the way, we didn't mention this, but all of Brita's people have like different variations yeah. of that weight. Paint. If you, so that if if you it, remember our trailer reaction yeah. uh, talk, that's that's where we mentioned that too. I thought he was going, with, going to like attack then because he was doing all that, but he was just doing some kind of ritual for himself, obviously. Yeah. Um, you want to know my skincare routine? <laughs> yeah. And his skincare routine before bed, of course. But I was intrigued by this character. I was like, "Ooh, I'm excited to see what happens with him because he's obviously been deceitful so far. Yes. Later on that, you know, after they cut around to different scenes, we show they come back and yes. they've made a deal to let um, his people in. Then Sitchiger has agreed to this. Right. And, and it makes it sound like it's just going to be some Danes and some some regular people who aren't going to be trying to take the place. And Steyar is like, uh, maybe maybe we shouldn't do it yes like let's just kick him out and, and he's like he's my brother and he's like plus i'm gonna send our guard to bring his people in so nothing bad happens mm -hmm. anyway they'll make sure nothing bad happens a few days later whatever that night um they're the christians are starting to sing the song mm -hmm. about jesus and the danes and uh, odin and, mm -hmm. and stuff it's a very cool scene um here at the end of the episode rumvald's people are starting to show up and they're getting ready um but citriger doesn't know that they're what they look like or anything. And right. because this singing is going on, you can't hear. And the, the guy on the gates is yelling, they look pretty badass. Like they look pretty bad. Yeah. They look me. They look angry. They're angry. And, um, angry. Real Danes. Real Danes. Real Danes. Um, by the way, Rungvald is all, also like trying, like arguing with um, Sig Trigger about like, how are you allowing this? these people in here like why yeah. this should be pure dane um just going with that ideology again he even has a line like you like let your enemies get too close or something like that mm -hmm. which is like well that's when i was like yep here, here we go he's about to betray him right here yeah and yeah steora sees that this is like an um uh, an attack 
but Sig Trigger, where he's located, all he thinks in his head is like, okay, the party's coming. He even says, open the gates. Yeah, he's like, open the gates. Like, um, this was the plan. My yeah. brothers, my brother told me that this, the people were coming. And, but then who shows up? Freaking Brita with his daughter on the too. horse. Sig Trigger is like realizing now, oh, crap. Yeah, and he's like, where's my men? <laughs> and Brita's line here is awesome. Where's my men? She goes, Valhalla. Oh, this was sick. That was sick. That was sick. sick. And um, and they attack. They start attacking everyone. And we should, you know, should also talk a little bit about why Brita went there, because Brita, if you remember, wants revenge on Uhtred. Mm-hmm. So she is actually there, you know, not only to take Effowich. But to get Steora. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which was daughter. So, yeah. So, Steora, um, she has her helper who is, um, she's deaf. So, Steora is actually using a lot of sign language, which was kind of cool. She helps her, you know, she's like, we need to hide. You know, the episode ends pretty soon here. Sig Trigger is just trying to fight best he can, you know, but he's so outnumbered. And, and I like how Brita's people are just climbing over the wall. Too. I know, like they're, they're uh, just like they're just like it's. It like was it's like a, within height. It's like an ant infestation or something, yes. almost. Yes, you know, just yes. going over the wall. That was cool. I like that. I would say this was this was an awesome scene. This was an awesome scene, and then yeah, yeah like you said, Emily Cox, Brita uh, delivering the line <laughs> when he's like, "Where am I?" And she's just like, <laughs> like the way she said it. Like it was like <laughs> I can't do it, but she's yeah. I mean, <laughs> Like, Emily Cox like, is always doing an awesome it was job. It's like funny, but met menacing at the same time. It was just like right on it, you know, like that was, yeah. that was pretty sweet. Yeah. And then they're going um, while they're doing that. The little girl gets off the horse and she's like, I think she's got these marbles or something. This is um, yeah. Brita's daughter, Vibica is her name. And I think she's got these marbles and it's almost like she's playing with the fate. Well, she's playing with like these, I think they're marbles or some, some pieces, runes, maybe even casting runes or like just, you know, it's, it's cool. Or maybe she's just freaking playing because she's a little girl. (laughs) Um. (laughs) She's like, I don't like raids. I'm just gonna, I want to (laughs) play. Mom, I don't want to do this right now. I want to play the game. (laughs) I want to play red stones. All right. I want to play stones. Yeah. Is there anything else from that little chunk? I mean, sick trigger. I think he has some cool beats here. That's pretty much the, that's where the episode ends. And that's the end of the um, effort plot line for this episode. Yeah, um, right. Before this, um, back in Rum Cava, after Blood Month Hunt, they, we, yep, sh- and, and we, festival. Yeah. And oh, no, festival, the festival's still happening. Yeah. The festival's yeah. still going on. It's not, it's not just a one night thing. This is, like, this, this is the Blood Moon people. Blood Moon, baby. Let's blood go. Moon. Blood Moon, baby. Woo. We're going to rum cover, baby. <laughs> and that's what Ethelfled is saying because <laughs> she's going to. So there's a scene that they cut out where um, Ethelfled is trying to inspire her people. And she's like, we're going to rum cover, baby. Rum cover, baby. But she does. She no, shows up but... at rum cover and we see that she's now with Ellsworth is just back. She's just like, like, hey, uh, like, is, she's like, Am I, is my tongue white? Uh, my tongue white. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Like, because if you remember, she got poisoned by Ethelhelm at the end of season four. And we were thinking maybe she's going to die. And we saw that she was 
actually filming. I'm blanking on her name right now. Mm-hmm. We did see Eliza Butterworth was filming. Yeah. Um, for the for the new season here, and which is awesome, you know. Which uh, of course, you know, like, I I did I didn't really want her gone. Um, and she had a great arc in season right. four. Um, it's interesting because yeah. in the books, you know, little book spoiler. Um, after Alfred dies, Utra in the books mentions, and that was the last time I ever saw Lady Elizabeth. She just gone yeah. Now. So so this is yeah. all different. Just a testament to how good Eliza Butterworth is that they got to keep writing her into this show. Yeah, right. Just like let's keep her. And she's great. We've Aldhelm's there. You can tell you know, she's definitely a little uh, affected by the poisoning, though. She's definitely a little weak. Oh yeah. Seems like yeah. Ethelfled too has something going. She's a little stiff getting mm. up after yeah. praying one time, and then yeah, she just looks kind of weathered down when she's talking with Uhtred at um at Renkava. Like, yeah, it was weird to see. It yeah, was weird to see. I mean, um, everyone at this point should be fairly old. old. There's a line, too, where they say, um, you know, when Edith comes and they're kind of have a circle get together and they meet. Oh, Ingrith, by the way, who's Finnan's new wife. Yes. Uh, but I think Citric says, oh, Uhtred hasn't changed at all. <laughs> it's like, no, he literally hasn't. <laughs> no, no, he hasn't. Citric's really has got some freaking guns now, though. Who does? Arnis Citric. Oh, Arnis. Arnis has always been pretty ripped. Yeah, but he's been pretty he, he kind of he's been ripped, but he kind of got bulked this season. Yeah. Things a little bulkier. Yeah. Look at some side shots. All right. But, um, All right. Okay. By the way, we got to meet Ingrith. Um, there was still a little something like you could tell between Finnan and Edith. Because I think there was a lot of speculation with the way season four ended. Were they going to be together? It looked even like they're they not in the books. He, it looked he, like that's the way they were going. If you remember when they did the, the shield wall at the end of season four, he like crossed the, the field to get to her. They had some chemistry during their, their Lord yeah. of the, the Rings sort of field adventure. Yeah, he was like patching her up He's at the end, and it was like kind end. of an awkward hug moment. Yeah, but it's clear that Edith has gone off on her own, and she's actually been very successful. Um, and she hasn't Healer. seen them for a long time. Hasn't seen them for a long time, and um, she looks there, a little there like there was. She did in season she looks four. Looks a little rougher. Like her in season four, she was like pristine all the time. She was like the only pretty person, and now like yeah. she like blends in. Yeah, but the thing is with um, Edith and. Um, is there there is like they, they acknowledge that there was a little spark between them, I think, because Finnan at one point says she is a friend. There's like a little awkward moment when she meets Ingrith. Um like oh who is like your wife? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, it's like your wife. Um, and she's like, Oh, I've heard so much about you, Ingrith says to her. Mm. And also, by the way, they give um Citric's wife a line here. I was happy to see Citric had his whole family. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, there's just the kids running around. It's that's how uh the if you remember the beginning of season three start out too. It seemed happy he had his kids and he was like, he's like, gotta go to war. And that was yeah. like the last time we saw them. He's like, I'm a warrior. <laughs> warrior. Bam. Done. Yeah. So it was cool to again, they're all happy. Now, where were we though? We were back to um F people from Mercy are coming in to celebrate the Blood Moon Festival. But also, you know, they need to talk to Utrid. Mm-hmm. And we also meet Bishop Benedict. So she wanted to bring him a priest. Again, um, she's still very pious. And I was kind of like, they're having this festival for, for Blood Month here. And like, just Benedict just starts setting up a cross and just like yeah. starts priest starts priesting in the middle of this pagan ceremony. And that's yeah, like, yeah, I just, I just want a few words, just a few Christian words. It's like, you came for Blood Month. You got to let Blood Month go. You gotta let- yeah, but, but his speech was awesome. Though. Yeah. He was so mean- like, like kind of gritty and uh 
whatever sermon he starts giving yeah he starts he starts like going like he's like the bowels and he's like the, the clearly rest, drunk the, the yeah um, yeah turns out very, he's a gambler like he yeah. used to be in rome yeah i think aldhelm says that like yeah he's lost all his money gambling so he's not this perfect priest you know mm-hmm. and yeah he gives that sermon and actually the crowd likes it i think yeah they, they like they're like oh dirty 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 stuff yeah well, yeah we like that <laughs> we like the dirty people stuff. what they want give the people what they want yeah so we meet him i don't think he has too much else in this episode but now during you know, this um we get to see the part where in the trailer utred utred's son utred who is a son of utred who had a son named utred this is that utred and he starts walking up, and I thought in the trailer, I remember seeing blood on the gown, and I thought he might have just been, like, stabbed in the gut, and he was dying, bleeding out. Yeah. And we haven't seen Utra at all this episode either, too. So I was like, where did he come from? Yeah. Um, was he in the town? Um, I don't know. I didn't say. We didn't see him at all up until this point. So He must have been. Think- no, he must have been on the outskirts. I mean, because Brita found him. Yeah. Maybe he was at some kind of monastery somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Because they don't, they doing, even say like they don't have a church nearby. They, when they show Benedict yeah. the the chapel, it's it's got goats. Yeah, in it. that, that was hilarious. These <laughs> goats come out. The trick's like, here's our chapel. <laughs> that was awesome. Pretty um, big goats too. Pretty big. I mean, so I was like, maybe maybe they're the ones running the chapel. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> but but this you know. this I almost wish wasn't in the trailer too because it would have been more shock value. No, this would have been more you shock know. and. We, if you remember, we, if you have listened to our, if you watched our trailer reaction for season five, which you should, we, I thought maybe he was dead or he was been stabbed. Maybe he was going to die because Uchid said she's after my bloodline in the trailer. Um, and we have not read the two books that this season is based off of. We have not read the two books. Um, I've read the books after this season, Colt, and we have read up to season four uh, with the books that would yeah. be. Uh, I'm gonna read it now, though, and and everyone spoiled it, saying that he yeah, was castrated in the comments. In our video, we said, "Please, no spoilers, no spoilers." Please. And everyone's like, "We think you missed the mark, guys. He's clearly castrated." Yeah, someone like, someone's castrates like, guys, like, like, everyone was saying that to us. We didn't miss the mark because we we didn't know. <laughs> yeah, but but please don't spoil it, and please don't. If you're listening to this video, please don't spoil the next episode. Don't do it. So Uhtred comes up and it's yeah. like you all spoiled for oh. us. He is castrated. The blood is coming from the penis. Um, well, the penis area. Um, the penis so, I mean, area. I'm sorry. It's not the. Hopefully, it's not the penis. Hopefully, he still has at least the twig. But the twig castration yeah. implies he lost the berries. He lost so, the berries, but he still has the twig. So that's um, mean. That's mean. That's mean. I'm that's glad mean. we didn't see it or anything, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that was the first. Uh, that's the first like genital violence they've had in last kingdom. So yeah. ouch. I'm sorry, Utrid, that you had to be the Dang. first one to get that. Um, Dang. And, so, ju- and just a quick um, family sort of catch up too for people. Um, a, yeah. a lot of people ask about Utrid had another in the books. They, they do a, and the same thing. He has a son with Gisla. He has his three kids that he has, which is who is now, Utred, Stiora, and at the time that the youngest son was Osbert. When in the books, Utred, who is Utred now in the show, 
um, who's I think he's been pretty much filling out the rule in season four. He's pretty much filling the role of the two sons, Uhtred and mm-hmm. Osbert. In the books, though, Uhtred, when he becomes a priest, his father, Uhtred, Alexander Draymond Uhtred, um, disowns him. And he gives yeah. the name to the youngest son, Osbert, just like happened to him when his older brother Uhtred right. died. Right. And his father, Uhtred, gave him the name Uhtred. Yeah. Um, in the books, the, the youngest Uhtred, the youngest son is awesome in the books. Yes, too. he's awesome. And he is sort of like the, the buddy with Ethelstan in the books mm-hmm. who they do cool shit with. Um, yeah. So. Uhtred to this point has been fulfilling sort of both of those roles. Um, like that's why I think he had some warrior beats in season four. Um, he had the Uhtred of Bember line. Uh, if you're like wondering where's the other son at, I don't, again, I don't know if he's in the season or not, but this Uhtred here is the one who's the oldest one. Who's the priest. He's the one who's been castrated. Hmm. So that's my long right. feel for that because a lot of people ask about that. Where's the other kid? And they just haven't shown him um, in the show yet at all. Other right. than when he and, was born yeah. and killed Gisla in season three. Yeah. It confused a lot of people in season four. So anyway. He says Brita and they go around the town trying Brita. to find Brita. Yeah. They're like, go find her. And I think, and th- does it in, in this episode, Uhtred starts planning to go to Stiora? No. So, at, at, so they say, go find Brita um, okay. at this festival. And then they cut to. Um, like we said, the rest of the Efferwich plot line. And then they yeah. just show Uhtred and the boys rolling up, looking pretty badass. Um, but they just like go to the docks yelling for Brita. And it's like, she's not there. She, she's not there right. anymore. She's not. Yeah. So. Um, and that's how the episode ends. Yeah. Is clearly Brita's going to be the antagonist here for at least the first half of the season. Um, I right. would, I haven't, again, I haven't seen anything past episode one, but my prediction is she's going to be canuted halfway through this season. Um, so the Bember plotline can happen. I don't know if that's right or not. That's my prediction right now, though. Um, don't confirm or deny I that. Can't Cold predict. Stone. I don't can't Cold, don't confirm or deny um, <clears throat> But otherwise, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed the episode. Like I said, there was just, there was a lot of setup with new characters um, we did see briefly to Edward, um, still with his family. Um, we see that Ethelhelm, he was the one who hired Ethelhelm, hired Brezel, um, yeah, and because he's still concerned about um, Elfweird, who is Edward's second son, um, and who's supposed to be set up for the throne. Yeah, but if you remember, awesome. if you remember, Ethelstan was born in wedlock, um, so he is technically the the eldest son he um, be, yeah and he should yeah. be the ethling so there's claim and a lot Hence, of people want him because he's getting reputation with utrecht he's with utrecht he's with yeah you know the king of the warriors here man so hence why um ethelhelm is sending this mercenary to have him killed yes this guy you know and he's paying him mm. in silver by the way mm, silver um, you know we love land and silver land, and silver, land and silver i love that 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 stayed true this whole time <laughs> Oh, another another thing that happens in this episode is we get, you know, along that line, we see Edward, who's now got this beard, uh, making him more kingly and um, Timothy Innes. Great, as always. And Purely has kind of become his new right hand man. And I think he's the one who has his ear a little bit and he's the one who has his ear a little bit. Now, last season, 
um, Edward and um, Ethelhelm kind of fell out because Ethelhelm screwed up a little bit. Yeah. Um, disobeying so, him. Disobeying him. So Ethelhelm is still there because he's his father-in-law and he's still powerful. He's still got a lot of like an army and he's rich and he yeah. keeps trying to give Edward advice and stuff. But Edward's definitely like matured and like mm -hmm. is thinking more for himself now. Yeah. But the other thing is, is things between Edward and Aelflet are not too good. Edward is seen at this like little gathering, flirting with other women. Aelflet asks Ethelhelm, like, did is is his other son dead? You know, because she's in on the plan to kill. <clears throat> yeah, she's so evil. <laughs> she's so evil. She's a little evil too. She's like, but, she's um, like, of course she killed the guys we said. He's being raised by the warrior. Uchad, they're gonna come and kill us. Gonna kill us. <laughs> Edward doesn't really care for her anymore. He's looking elsewhere at women and. You know, it's not that he ever wanted that marriage anyway, but I mean, when, when they first met in season three, like they seemed cute together. They were cute. You know, they, they were, were cute. Kids like, they can were we walk and together and, and stuff like that? Polite. Shit happens, man. Relationship. And, it, and man. it seems like, yeah, totally. So anyway, I think that I think we've covered everything from this episode. We've covered everything. So um, let's talk real quick about our what are your favorite, favorite bro moments what is your favorite bro moment from this episode bro? favorite bro moment i don't know if there was like one moment that stood out to me there was i i love just all the bros together um mm -hmm. all the little scenes we had um you know there was uh like we said when we first see them all together finnan makes like a, a fart joke he's like i've been having too much cabbage um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why you're <laughs> feeling it in the air osforth has been apparently like getting the ladies all riled up in town yes, like, he's that's got right. women women fighting over him in the street that was like, hilarious it was, was hilarious, hilarious. they like <laughs> osworth like what are you doing to these women he like ran away too he's like nothing nothing um and like later <laughs> on too good. when uh edith is like i'm a good healer like i've heard there's a lot of disease around here and they're like yeah that's osworth that's osworth <laughs> yeah awesome. spreading syphilis that, um, that you know me too i think that and <laughs> Uh, no, oh, I, like, I, I thought you were oh, yeah. saying you had <laughs> diseases. I was like, yeah, yeah, no. I think all those like combined like comments um, just made up like, a lot of good small bro moments. Yeah, um, you know? I remember like what they they show. I think it might have been Glima. Uh, they show uh, this 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 guy wrestling up on the this platform uh, during the the festival, and he's a big dude, and you know he just beat the guy, and they're like. Finnan quickly steps up to be like, I'll challenge you next. And the guy comes towards me like, nope. And he just gets, he gets yeah. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. By the way, Sig Trigger's big right-hand man looks tough. Woland? Yes. He got, new, he got captured game. by Brito when he went out to bring them in, but he looks tough. Looks like a tough dude. So we'll see what, what happens with him. Yes. Um, But anyway. I'd say just we... all those together. Those were my favorite bro moments. Yeah, just me too. I think just Osworth, seeing them all together. Citric, that, when they were going on the hunt, you know, rallying up. Um, I was happy to see that Ethelstan has been like welcomed into this group. Yes. Um, and is like, and he's not only welcome, but he fits in he really fits in. well. He's, he, he's got the jibes too, like the, like uh, the, the other ones do. And yeah. Um, and is it this episode that um, um, Ethel Flood's daughter kind of flirts with um yeah, she, and we yeah, also see, see... Fled is like her daughter is like she's like some guard, some Mercian guards looking at her like they they were hitting it off, and then she starts flirting she's with like yeah, she's like a teenage girl like <sighs> flirting with everybody, bit, flirting with everybody, and she's definitely not mature. No, she's definitely not mature. No, um, but she you know, know we'll, we'll see more from her, I'm sure. And 
but again, a great acting uh, cast. Oh, another a lot like her. another funny moments was um, like the whole tall girl like thread that. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go with the Frisian girl? The, oh, by the way, tall Frisian girl. She's too tall. And then, yeah, like, Edith finds him later in bed, just naked, ready for. And she's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to swap beds with you because this isn't big enough. And she's the like, fris- yeah, swap him beds out. with the Frisian girl. And let's talk about this, too. She was checking him out. She was checking she out was. that Utrid ass. She was talking she about was. that that old Adre ass. Um, yeah. You know, that we, we've seen a few times here. Which I guess baptized, is more consistent with the books. Which is consistent with the books that, you know, this potentially might be yeah. spoilery ish. I don't know if they end up together because they still, there's some right. still chemistry between him and Ethelfled, but definitely Edith. Yeah, and they, they highlight and that Utrid too. Had a little chemistry, touching hands. She was checking yeah. out his ass. And they highlight the Ethelfled Utrid stuff too. Yes. But I like how, you know, Utrid's respectful. There's like a moment where like they go and they're going to pick up the same thing and it's like, oh, and then they kind of laugh about it and they then just they laugh it off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just that generally those are my uh, favorite bro moments. Favorite moment from the episode was definitely the hunt um, that turned it yeah. into a fight. Harry, you know, Sethelston's um, brawl there was amazing. It was amazing. I just love too just how they filmed it, them going out into the woods and like the, the going hunting by firelights and um, yeah, you know, just that it started out with them joking and then he you know, he kicks some ass and like, he's just like yelling for Utrecht. It just, it felt so raw and yeah. cool. And, and he just kills a guy with an antler. Um, that was yeah. pretty sweet. So that, that was, that, that was my favorite, but if I had to pick a different one, because you picked that one, yeah, I'm picking the moment when Sig trigger lets the people in and yes. um, that would be my second. Because, because just the way that whole scene built with the people singing and it just, it slowly became more chaotic. Yes. You know, without Sig Trigger even realizing, like you see Steora realize it from the window. She's like, whoa, this is not what we expected. But mm. the way they, they filmed it with this, the singing gets louder and louder and it makes you feel tense. That was a, that was well done. And then Brita's line, too, was pretty sweet. Um, and Brita's that, line. And, and that, that whole. Great. Yeah, that would that would be my second. But I'd have to say I, when I got hyped for the for the show, for the episode, it was definitely the, the hunt. Um, the hunt went wrong and just seeing f like we said we have a lot of expectations around ethel stand here so that was pretty sweet that's it yeah so there is our episode one recap discussion let us know what your favorite moments what your favorite bro moments were please follow like subscribe we appreciate it want to hear what you guys think as well Um, we got some fun things coming up so we hope you stay tuned with us Yes, make sure you are subscribed. We're going to have some, maybe some last king people that we're talking to. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, if you I don't know. know the channel, maybe that's what we do every time, every now and then. So maybe, um, maybe, so, maybe if you behave, maybe not. Thanks for listening, everybody. As we always say, goodbye. Goodbye. That's news all. That's news all.